Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Good evening. You are listening to Radio Islam, and I'm your host, Tariq El Amin. You have tuned in to the best spot you can be from 6 to 7 for great conversation, interesting topics, and we broadcast every day from 6 to 7 p.m. Central, right here from Chicago, Illinois. And obviously, we are on WCEV 1450 AM, and we are streaming live at WCEV1450.com. If you haven't done so already, Radio Islam family, make sure that you stop by Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook and follow or like our page. Uh, we're all at the same username, same handle, that is at Radio Islam USA, at Radio Islam USA. If you would like to give us a call, uh, if you got a question or comment you'd like to make, please do so at 312-750-1178. That's 312 312- Seven five zero one one seven eight. Oh, what else do I want to tell you? Oh, yes. Don't forget. RadioIslam.com. Check us out. You can see guest bios, articles, uh, lots of great content there. And as always, we urge you to uh, follow us in podcast, for, uh, podcast form. So wherever you get your podcast, uh, if it's uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, tune in. You will find us there. Radio Islam. So good evening once again, everybody. I hope you all are doing well. Uh, today we have, uh, for What's Up Wednesday, we have in studio with us a really special guest. Uh, and I'll tell you she's special because I'm special, right? No. <laughs> uh, my, uh, my wonderful sister-in-law, who is a special education educator, uh, is in. And she does some really amazing work. And I'm going to tell you just a little bit about her. Uh, Jamila Rahim. So Jamila is a corner is Cornerstone's Autism Service Corporate Marketer. Uh, Jamila has a master's degree in special education from Pacific University, and has also completed the BCBA program at the Florida Institute. And I've got to tell you what BCBA that is a board certified behavior analyst uh, program. Uh, she hopes to one day become a board certified. Uh, uh, behavior analyst herself and is passionate about doing about continuing to assist children to reach their full potential and become fully independent. Jamila is also the owner of the Spectrum Spectrum Toy Store located in Chicago. Uh, and the Spectrum Toy Store is the only toy store in Illinois specifically for children with developmental disabilities and one of the few in the entire country. So that is a that's a huge undertaking. Uh, they offer a variety of toys, sensory items, children's books, as well as resources for caregivers and educators. They are your source for special needs toys, products, and adaptive equipment. We encourage you to click, excuse me, that means that I'm reading a little too much because <laughs> I'm about to tell you to click a link <laughs> while you're listening. <laughs> uh, but also, Jamila is also, uh, she also works as a co-teacher with the uh, Muslim Islamic Sunday School at MEC in Morton Grove. And um, we're going to talk with her about some of the great work that uh, that she is doing. So let's start off first by assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for uh, for coming in and talk about talk about some of the the, the, the great work that you are doing. And we want to first first start out with uh, because we mentioned it last. Uh, so we'll make that the first thing that we, we start out with. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us a bit about uh, your work with the uh, the Muslim uh, Islamic uh, Sunday School. So uh, the Muslim Islamic Sunday School, there's actually two locations. Um, there's one at MCC, and there's also one at MEC. I co-teach for the one at MEC on Saturday mornings from 10 to 12. Uh, the program is specifically for children with disabilities um, all the way until age 18, Uh, We started about five years old. Um, The program is to basically teach children Islamic studies, uh, prayer. Uh, We do some behavior management. We work on um, the Arabic alphabet, things like that. So it's a two-hour program 
every Saturday. Okay. And how long have you been uh, working with the uh, Muslim um, Islamic Studies program? So I've been working there a couple of months. Um, they actually just got started up this year in September. My main focus there is not only the co-teaching but the behavior management. So um, there are two teachers and there are numerous volunteers. Uh, the other teacher is more focused on occupational therapy, um, and my focus is more so the behavior management. So those children that have some physical aggression, um, outbursts, any type of problem behaviors, that's where I kind of zone my focus in. Now, this is uh, when I first heard about uh, the work that you were doing with in this particular uh, venue, First, I was thinking that this is a real paradigm shift, um, that quite often uh, special needs students are kind of pushed to the back. Mm -hmm. uh, they're forgotten. Uh, and, you know, just getting a space for them in public ed education uh, has been, you know, its own effort. Mm -hmm. But to see that this is something that has come about now within uh, that our uh, religious communities, you know, mm -hmm. the Muslim community is, is coming, is being aware of. What was your first what was your first uh, response when you found out that this was going on? So I was actually shocked. I was at Juma uh, at MCC on Friday, and it's weird that they have the board up with all the things that are going on in the community, and I walk past this board every Friday that I go in there. I never pay attention to the board. <laughs> I'm usually I'm you know I'm running in there and I'm trying to run back to work so um Something this day said, look at the board. I have no idea what. Mm -hmm. um, I looked at the board, and I saw that they were looking for volunteers and teachers for this program. And I feel like as a Muslim, it's my duty to help my community. Um, I think that there aren't a lot of resources out there for the Islamic community, um, a lot of our parents are not necessarily born and raised in the United States, so they're trying to figure out how to navigate the system, where the resources are, and so that's where we kind of come in to not only um, provide them with the educational resources on the weekends, but to also let them know about the other resources that are out there for them. So what has, what has been the responses from the, uh, from the parents in particular to have this type of resource available to them? Because... Um, it's not just the the children, but it is also you know it's it's a family mm -hmm. it's a family uh, endeavor mm -hmm. to make sure that you know these children are uh, they're provided with the the the, the, the best opportunities mm -hmm. you know uh, available. How how, do the, how how have the parents responded? The parents are awesome. They absolutely love the program. Um, right now, we actually at uh, at MEC we have a waiting list. Um, I have last week we had a parent that just broke down in tears about what they've seen um, with their child as far as development in that program. I mean, for their child to not be able to even do things as far as like making the movements to say prayer, to be able to do that in a couple months for a child that has um, disabilities, that's huge. So... Um, the parents' response has been amazing. And, you know, the kids, they actually look forward to coming every week. I mean, they the parents tell us all the time, they ask, when, well, when am I going to MEC? When am I going? So um, the feedback is great. It's great. Okay. Uh, how many children do you all serve at MEC? Right now we probably have about 20 children. Um, and like I said, there is a waiting list. However, um, the program at MCC is getting started in December. So those parents that are on the waiting list that can go to M uh, MCC, we are trying to get them to go there. So um, we're trying to hopefully expand the program as much as possible. I guess this one was more like a pilot program to see how things would go. And since we've gotten such a huge response and a waiting list, it's like now we can do this at all, you know, as many masters as possible. Were you surprised that... Were you surprised at the response uh, to it, the number of special needs families uh, that are out there? Or is that just a, or is that something that would just simply surprise most folks who are not in the field, not aware of the, of the need that, that, is, uh, that is present? You know, honestly, to be honest, I was, I was surprised. Um, 
I, since, you know, I work a little bit here, I work a little bit in the store, um, I work in the schools, I don't get to see a concentration of um, Muslim children with disabilities. I feel like they're kind of spread out. Um, so it makes it seem as though there's not that many, but then when you see them all come together and the request to join this program, then you actually see how many there actually are. So, um, yeah, I was kind of surprised. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> I was surprised. But, you know, the good thing is that now they know that they have not only, you know, a place for their child to go to learn about Islam, but also... Um, a place where they can learn about all these other resources that are out there that they don't necessarily know about. So you said the program has uh, a, a focus on occupational um, therapy? No, so the focus is strictly Islamic studies. So <clears throat> um, them reciting parts of the Quran, saying their prayers, learning the Arabic letters, doing story time where they learn wudu and things like that. That's the primary focus. Right. The people that work there, as far as the teachers and co-teachers, have that um, special ed background. So the, one of the co-teachers okay. is an occupational therapist. Okay. Um, the volunteers, and these are, like, every no one is getting paid. Everybody is completely volunteering their time. Yeah. Um, we have probably, there's one volunteer for each kid, which makes that one-on-one that's really, really needed, it ma- it just makes it that much better. Um, and so they come, everybody comes consistently, everybody is dedicated, everybody stays on time, we all, you know, stay there later if needed to um, pull things together. So just to see, like, everybody moving together as a unit and helping one another, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. That's wonderful. So one-on-one, so you wow. have 20 volunteers? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Mashallah, yep. that's that's. That's amazing. It is. It is. And it's a Saturday morning. You know, it's always tough to get people <laughs> going Saturday morning. But, yeah, everybody's there and really energetic about it, you know. Well, that's, that's a great thing. So tell me and, and tell the uh, Radio Islam family, the listeners, a bit about what led you into uh, special education. It's a long story. <laughs> well, it's not that long. But, um, you know, I finished college. I had my B.A. in psychology. And. As most people know who have BA in psychology, there's not a whole lot you're going to do with that. So <laughs> you got to figure out what's your niche. And um, I could not decide what I wanted to do. I wanted to stay in psychology, but, you know, there's so many more degrees after a BA that you need to get in order to, you know, make a living. Right. So my dad actually suggested, why don't you go to, into special ed? And I'm like, why would I want to do that? <laughs> wow. And um, that was my initial reaction. Like, of all the things, I said psychology. Why would you say special ed? Um, so I was like, you know what? I don't know what I want to do, so I'll give it a shot and take some classes. And if it works out, I'll keep doing it. If not, I'll change my major. Um, so I went to grad school. I started the classes, and I absolutely loved it. I felt like this was my calling. This is what I'm supposed to do. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that kind of led to that. Um, I taught for one year, and I decided, I know I want to work with children with special needs, but I don't want to be in a classroom. Okay. So then I'm like, okay, well, what can I do? Because you have a degree in special education. That's all you can do is teach. And um, I got to looking around for what else is out there that I might like, and I ran across something called behavior analysis. And um, I was like, okay, this is interesting, and it's one-on-one. Okay, I get to, like, go to people's homes and work with their kids one-on-one um, and not have to worry about IEPs and all this other, you know, yeah. legal stuff that goes along with uh, special education. And so um, I did that, and I loved it. I loved it. I loved the one-on-one. I love the working with families because you're going into their homes. So um, you're not only working with the child, you're working with the parents to teach them the same techniques that you know. Um, and I did that for several years and then I decided, you know, I'm getting a little older and the floor time play is stuff is, is, it's time for a change. And so, um, even though I actually still do the therapy, but I only do it a couple times a week. Okay. So then I decided, well, what about going into marketing and marketing more so 
not selling something, but marketing where, you know, I go out into the community, I meet the families, I find out what their needs are, what their concerns are, like, what is it that they're truly missing? And I go back to my job, which is Cornerstones, um, and I provide parents with the resources to start ABA therapy. Um, because a lot of parents don't know how to get into it because it's so challenging. Um, what is ABA therapy? Again? Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> ABA therapy is behavior therapy. It's basically teaching children with autism socially significant behaviors and decreasing problem behaviors. So a lot of the kids are nonverbal; they don't speak. We work on communication skills. We work on any problem behaviors. Um, we work on a bunch of fine motor skills. Um, so I provide parents with the resources on how to go about um, navigating through that process. Yeah, when I looked at that, that title, marketer, mm -hmm. yeah, I definitely I was wondering. I was like, okay, so what is what is she yeah, selling? What, what is she <laughs> yeah, doing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're um, one part community liaison mm -hmm. uh, and an instructor as well. Yeah, and I actually also sit on the board for one of the larger um, uh, autism organizations in Chicago, Chicagoland Autism Connection. Uh, we do a lot of events and, again, providing the community with resources on how to do everything they need to do to make their child as independent as possible. Hmm. I think that name sounds familiar. It I probably think, does. <laughs> I think I know somebody uh, with them. Yeah, you well, might, because they're, they're located on the south side of Chicago. So Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's great. Let me ask, uh, do you find yourself uh, in this work, do you feel like you're a full-time advocate? Uh, are you more sensitized to the way that uh, special needs children uh, and adults are uh, portrayed in the media, uh, the, you know, their ability to integrate into uh, society? Uh, Throughout your time, have those kind of awarenesses become just a, a regular part of you? It is a part of my everyday life. Um, I feel that's why I get up in the morning. I think about it when I'm sleeping. What can I do? Um, you know, I, f I feel like society finally is coming around and opening their eyes to autism and other uh, various disabilities. I think it, there was a stigma that came along with it, um, but now that it's affecting so many people right now, um, one in 68, yeah. they're saying it's gonna be, you know, when the census comes back out, it's gonna be one in 55, we'll see. But those numbers are starting to make people open up their eyes. So a lot of these uh, large corporations and businesses are now like accommodating our families, so they're doing things like sensory hour, where they're turning down the lights, the music. I mean, you even go to the movies, they have a uh, movie night for the kids with special needs. So all these Disney movies, because it's so many of us that I think people didn't realize that now, finally, it's yeah. it's starting to change, which is good. Radio Islam family, we're talking with Jamila Rahim. She is the owner of the Spectrum Toy Store located in Chicago. Uh, it is the only toy store in Illinois specifically for children with developmental disabilities and one of the few in the entire country. She wears a few hats, right? But if you've got a question for her and you'd like to call in, uh, feel free to do so. Uh, she'd love to take a question. Uh, and the number is 312-750-1178. That's 312-750-1178. And if you're not able to give us a call and you just want to send us a message, uh, feel free to post uh, inboxes on our Facebook page. Uh, I'm going to ask this question, uh, and, uh, and then we'll take a little short break after this. Sure. But let me ask this question. So the, uh, I think you mentioned like the, the stigma, or that there's a, there's a stereotyping that comes along with, um, with being differently abled, with being with having uh, uh, special needs, which having behavior uh, issues, you know, whatever, however you frame it. And that was reflected oftentimes in the movies uh, where if there was a uh, person uh, who might be autistic or, or fall under some other uh, category of uh, mental um, uh, development, you know, where it's not, you know, maybe commensurate to uh, say someone else, you know, the same age or, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. um, they 
we're often depicted as, as less than. You know, mm -hmm. to depict them in, in ways where, you know, we're flat out, you know, almost moronic in mm -hmm. some cases, you know, where they're being made light of mm -hmm. or to try to make a, they don't paint them as complex mm -hmm. uh, individuals. I don't know if you've seen this show. I know what show you're going to say, but go ahead. But I was extremely pleased to see the uh, good doctor. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> because the lead character, uh, as you know, he has, uh, he's autistic, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, what, what some people are not aware of that there is uh, quite often a heightened uh, heightened abilities that come along with that mm -hmm. uh, you know depending on you know the individual mm -hmm. but uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> Let me tell you I not this past Sunday the previous Sunday because I have been trying to see that show uh -huh. and I sat there for eight hours and caught up on all <laughs> the shows because I was, just, you know, all of our parents in the community, you know, we all talk about it. So everybody's talking about it. And I'm like, I got to see this. There's another one on Netflix, Atypical, that is about a child with autism and in a, a school setting. I haven't had a chance to see that one yet, but the good doctor, the families love it. And it, I think it shows a different side of autism. I like the term that you use, differently abled, um, and not necessarily disabled. Um, it's, it shows that, you know, I think there's this thing where people think, oh, if a child has a disability, they're not intelligent. That right. is completely false. Um, and I think this show shows that, Sometimes they're very, 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 they exceed normal intelligence, but yeah. socially um, they may need a little more support. And I think that's what that show kind of shows everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I figured um, if anybody had seen it, that you probably. Yep. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I got two episodes to catch up on. Really, really. <laughs> so, yeah, I've seen a couple. Um, I've got to go back and get caught up myself. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull an eight-hour uh, <laughs> like you did. You can but, do it. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to get caught it's up. It's that good, yeah. <laughs> All right, Radio Slime family, uh, we are here with Jamila Rahim of the uh, Spectrum Toy Store and uh, co-teacher for the uh, Muslim Islamic uh, Sunday School at MEC. And we are going to take a short break. We'll be right back. driver. Soon enough, it was up to me to be his housekeeper and financial manager, too. When he moved in, I became his cook and even his nurse. But no matter what roles I play, I know I'm still his daughter. We understand the roles you play. So to help, we created aarp.org caregiving, where you can connect with experts and other caregivers. Visit aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Would your business survive a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. Assalamu alaikum. Sound Vision is starting a new initiative to provide crisis intervention to those in need. Through the crisis text line, anyone can text 741-741 and be connected via text to a trained crisis counselor who is there to listen and show empathy. The crisis text line is open to everyone. By texting the keyword salam, that's S-A-L-A-M, to 741-741, users will be connected to a trained Muslim counselor whenever available. You can also volunteer to undergo training and become a counselor. For more information, visit soundvision.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to Radio Islam. I'm your host, Tariq el -Amin. You are listening to a conversation. We're talking with Jamila Rahim, who is the owner of 
uh, the Spectrum Toy Store. As a matter of fact, uh, when I read her bio, for those of you who've been with us from the uh, beginning of the broadcast, uh, you heard me mention that she is also uh, a corporate marketer with Cornerstone Autism Services. And you also heard me mention that she is a co-teacher with uh, the Muhsin uh, Islamic Sunday School at MEC. Uh, and they also happen to have a uh, another program at MCC, which is it. Now, we're going to, you know, we just, we're just going to go where the conversational river takes us. Uh, but I want to just jump back really quickly to ask about uh, this program, because you said that they have a waiting list, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, are they looking for new volunteers in their expansion? We are looking for volunteers at both MCC and MEC. Um, the program at MCC should be getting started uh, the mid-December. Um, so we are actually looking for another co-teacher, and we're also looking for more volunteers. Um, we're expecting that crowd to be a little bit bigger because <laughs> as you know that place is kind of it's huge so right. um and it's in the city mm -hmm. so we figure that probably more families would want to come to that location so please anybody that's interested in volunteering it's only two hours out of your week saturday morning you're done at noon you can go on about your life and do what you need to do but these are kids that really need us these are families that really need us um, some of them are low-income families some of them are not some of them are um, not English-speaking families so um, our job as Muslim is to to help as much as we can um, let me ask do you have um do, do the volunteers need to have any special certifications? Do they have to be special uh, education educators? Do they have to be mental health professionals? Um, are there any particular requirements for the volunteers? No. Um, the volunteers just need to be energetic and eager and um, motivated to work with the kiddos. Um, the teachers and the co-teachers are the only ones that need to have some type of experience because um, we kind of guide the volunteers on, you know, what to do, how to do things. And, you know, hopefully these volunteers will, will take some interest in this and maybe might be their career path. You never yeah. know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, have you found or have you, have you made any inquiries to see if this type of program exists in maybe a non-Muslim uh you know, whether in Christian or uh, Jewish or, or any other faith uh, tradition, if they are also taking this kind of, um, uh, taking this reality into consideration in their Sunday school programming. Uh, is this something that, that there that you're are, aware of? Um, I do know there are some churches that um, have something similar. I'm not sure how big it is, but I have heard of them. Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah. So this is a way for, hmm, uh, as, as I see it, right, and you give me your, your thoughts on it, where the overall community, uh, Muslim community in this uh, space, but overall in general, are being made more aware of the, um, of the need for this type of uh, education, this need for mm -hmm. the need for this type of service. Mm -hmm. uh, for, for instance, um you know, I had, when I came in, I was just coming in as a co-teacher, and that was it, um, you know, to help the kids and to help the lead teacher. And once there were some parents that found out that I work in ABA, Applied <laughs> Behavior Analysis, Behavior <laughs> Therapy, if you want to use that word, yeah. and they sought me out. And they said, you know, my kid has these issues, this issue, this issue. I know that um, ABA addresses it. That's when I'm able to say, oh, this is a program that's good. You see, it's those, you don't know what you're going to run into or what resources you're going to run into just by joining one thing. So we actually, several of um, the parents that are there are actually clients of Cornerstones now. So, Get out of here. you know, it's, it, wow. you just, it's like one resource leads to another resource leads to another. You know, it's just, that it's a domino effect. So... So it's its own, uh, it's its own community, uh, would you say? Yep. 
Yeah. I mean, we're all we're all like family. We have breakfast together. Really? You know, sometimes after we're done, we're like, whew, we need a break. Let's go to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some days the kids, they come ready. So, yeah. yeah. So what what is the reward that you see in this, um, that, that you get from it? What What is the... What is the satisfaction for you? You know, the satisfaction is all internal, I think. Um, and being able to see the impact that you have. Um, I'll give you an example. I have a kiddo there that has some extreme behavior problems. I mean, as far as, like, getting undressed. Mm-hmm. Just so, you know. You mean, like, we'll, we'll undress? Undress. Okay. We'll get upset and just get undressed and a lot of other physically aggressive behaviors. Um, Mom spoke to me about it. I went in, I put in a short plan for this kid. Within two weeks, none of that. Really? So far. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep our fingers crossed and, um, inshallah, it's, it's, it's done. But, right. I mean, it's just that it's those type of things that you see you had an impact. I mean, this is something that was was interfering with him learning Arabic letters and you know so to go in there and put in a plan and to see the parents so grateful for something so small that took me five minutes I mean what's more rewarding than that wow wow um, that's that yeah. that's that's awesome yeah all right well now I want to ask you a bit about um, spectrum yeah the only only uh, store uh, of its kind in Illinois mm-hmm so what in the Midwest it, really, in, in the, the Midwest, Midwest period. Yep. Wow. Okay. So, so that means that uh, basically we are way behind the curve in addressing the needs uh, of this community. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so once again, hats off to you for for doing what you're doing. Uh, but what was it that when when was the moment that the light bulb went off and you said, "This is what I'm going to go do"? I think. Where the light bulb went off, you know, I I mentioned before that I worked in home with families. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the kids that I work with are much younger, uh, pre-K, and a lot of learning for them is through play. Yeah. Um, and you go into parents' homes, and, you know, our kiddos have one or two toys that they like to play with. That's it. <laughs> That's right. it. You know, they're very, they're very strict about what it is that they like um and so parents would go out and go on amazon and go on google and ebay and buy all these things trying to figure out does my kid like this just to find out once it got delivered their kid doesn't like this so Mm. you know it's it's a waste of money and so i would always come in with like my bag of goodies for kids and kind of see what works and I thought this doesn't make any sense why is it that you know there's Toys R Us there's all these big box names but they don't have they don't cater to this population of children it doesn't make sense why don't parents have a place to go where they can say you know I need this sensory product I need these toys Um, and so I thought why not give them a place to go it just makes sense um and so I, I jumped in, I did it, and so far, so good. Yeah. Uh, now, well, let me ask, where's the store uh, located? It's at 1911 West Belmont, so the main intersections are Belmont and Damon. Okay. Yeah. All right, for, for those of you who are not, uh, for, for those of you who are Southsiders mm-hmm. uh, in Chicago, that's, that's up north. <laughs> So <laughs> it's not that far, people. It's not that far. Trust no. me. One hop on the freeway, you're right there. Yeah, that's not bad at all. That's not bad. So children. So what's a typical uh, interaction? What's a typical way that uh, parents make use of the store? Well, I forgot to mention it's not just a store. Okay. So it's a store. There's a retail part, but there's also a nonprofit that's attached where we do programming. Um, so we do small group programs. We do winter camp, which is coming up December 26th to January 5th. If you want to find out more information about that, visit www.spectrumtoystore.com. Um, so there's no, like, typical day. So we have the small group programs um, of about four to five kids. Uh, there's two staff. Um, what we work on are life skills, communication skills, 
um, gross motor, fine motor. Uh, we work on play skills. So all those um, areas that uh, children with autism are known to have skill deficits in, we do programming revolving around play to help support and bring them up to where they should be. Um, and the camp, the camps are very special. The parents love the camps. <laughs> we do winter camp, spring break, and summer. Okay. Um, what goes on at the camps is everything. So the kids come in. We work on those same core areas that I talked about. Um, we spend an hour on each one of those. Um, we also do yoga. So we go yoga. out into the community. We have... Um, we partner with other companies and organizations that work with children specifically with disabilities. So these yoga instructors are trained to work with children with special needs. We work with, we do Pilates. Um, really? Oh yeah, it's a, the yoga and Pilates is a hit. The kids love it. The parents love it. It actually is very calming for them. Uh, we do. We go to. Um, different cooking classes in the neighborhood so there are businesses in the neighborhood that have like baking classes cooking classes and we go there to teach them those life skills they need to know how to cook um we do oh there's so much more we do uh we do field trips Uh, so during winter camp we do one or two field trips we do music therapy um with another organization um that instructor is also has experience with children with special needs uh and we've done dance therapy so my goodness we do there's time i mean if you are looking for therapies for kids there's a ton of therapies out here but we try to um only get those instructors that know how to work with our population you know what saying i am thinking of as you mentioned all of these different activities i am thinking of it takes a village to raise a child Mm -hmm. because it sounds like you've pulled together a community to answer uh to meet the needs Mm -hmm. uh how long did that take to to build that you know what again you'd be surprised of the resources that are out there so i you know at first i'm like okay you know the kids especially you know in the winter they don't want to sit in here for eight hours and you know just work they want to get out they want to do things and so I said, let me just go out into the community and start asking people, like, what are you offering? Do you work with kids with special needs? And then I found there's so much out there. You just have to dig a little. Yeah, I would have, I would not have uh, thought, you know, just off the bat that there was a special needs focus for yoga or Pilates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are numerous. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Numerous studios out there, um, and the yoga is starting to really catch on. Um, you know, when I first tried the yoga therapy, I was like, you know, our kids have, a lot of them have ADHD. This is not going to go over well. (laughs) They're not going to sit here and, you know, do these different poses and things. And they came, the instructor came in or we went there. She turned down the light. She turned on the music. She did some calming techniques. She had them like breathe in and breathe out. And it was complete silence i had never heard it that quiet i was like oh my god this is amazing (laughs) and so quite a few of our parents actually signed up with that instructor to come to their home and do yoga with their kids so yeah you know my 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 daughters uh your nieces they're not special needs uh, children but (laughs) i am contemplating (laughs) some of this yoga (laughs) i'm it's um, i was i was like wow wow Mm. Um, okay so the winter program that's coming up that is a two weeks two week program so it happens when the kids are out of school we're on cps's schedule so from december 26th all the way to january 5th is our um winter camp program it's not we are not open on the weekends for camp it's monday through friday and it's nine to five so you know um, a lot of our children are in all kind of things. They got speech, they got OT, they got ABA, PT, DT. I mean, all these things that they have. And so some parents will just want to do a couple hours a day. Some parents want to do half day. So we kind of let the parents decide how they want to set their day up. And so a lot of our kids are coming and going, coming and going, and we just make it work. Now, and there are still uh, field trips and things like that that are going mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. for the uh, winter For the program? camp? Yeah, so we, um, depending on the weather, is... Um, how far we go so we do a lot of things we go to the zoo a lot 
Um, we go to the movies. We go uh, bowling. We do all, all kinds of things. You know, our, one of the, um, I guess one of the things that a lot of families and educators want to address is the children with autism and other disabilities' ability to function in the community. And so teaching them, this is, let's get on the bus. A lot of them like to ride the bus. And I think that's a very important skill for them to know. So we get on the bus, we teach them how to pay. Where do you get off? How do you get off the bus? How do you ring the bell? I mean, there's always these teaching moments. So we take advantage of those. Uh, listen to this. It prompts an, another question, which is as a What was the term? You said BA uh, behavior. The behavior therapy. So technically, it's called ABA therapy. ABA therapy. But but the but the practitioner. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, is, would it be correct just to say a special education educator for or the, a special needs educator or for the behavior therapy? There are two people that work with those children: the behavior analyst mm -hmm. and the behavior therapist. So the, be the behavior analyst is the one that decides what that child is going to work on. The behavior therapist is the one that implements the program. So they are the ones that are at home working with the families. All right. Now, this is a, a long-range observation. Well, a, a question. Uh, and that is, as you, as you work with uh, these special needs children mm -hmm. who, at the outset, outset are you know, I guess I guess we can say this is a marginalized community, uh, to a uh, just in the with the idea that there are others who have to advocate for them initially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you see a point where, and maybe uh, it's just my own ignorance that I don't, I don't know that it exists, but do you see a point where they will themselves become their own uh, advocates? Uh, are there, uh, you know, are there folks who have autism? Uh, who have taken on the uh, position uh, of, of being advocates for for that community? Absolutely, absolutely. They um, for those children that are higher functioning, it's a lot easier to teach them those skills. Um, and you know, even those that are moderate on the spectrum, to get them involved. For for instance, I mentioned um, being a board member for Chicago Land Autism Connection. Right. Several of our board members have autism. We feel like how can we, how can we make the community aware if we don't have those people on board with us yeah, to tell us this is how I feel, this is what I think, this you know we need their input too. So it's very important to make them a part of the process. Okay. And how long have you been with uh, Chicago Land? I have been with them as far as on the board, literally just a couple months, but I've done a lot of events with them. Well, I'm sure that uh, th that would almost go without saying that <laughs> you would have had to prove yourself. Uh, of course, you definitely got to prove you're um, committed before yeah. they... Yeah. So what do you see as being the next steps for, uh, for your work with uh, Spectrum? Are you looking to uh, expand it? Um, are you looking to build more partnerships, add more uh, activities and resources? I would like to um, expand the programming, so the camps and the small group activities. You know, this is a, a, a very interesting time in, in society where a lot of things are starting to transition to online. A lot of people are, you know, technology is kind of taken over a lot with the retail. I don't want to exclude the real retail because the parents and the families that come really truly appreciate us being there. Um, but I do feel like my passion is not in selling sensory products. My passion is in working with the children. So I want to be able to provide more programming like, you know, the dance therapies and things like that because the parents don't even know, a lot of them don't even know that exists or know what it is. Um, so the goal is to expand the programs eventually. But in this work, you mentioned the, the presence of uh, how, how online resources have changed uh, just everything, the way we live, the way we mm -hmm. shop, you mm -hmm. know, the way we listen to music and watch TV. Mm -hmm. um, but for the work that you do, is there is a, 
human interaction, human connection is, is a requirement for it, isn't it? Or is it not? For as far as the the therapy or yeah, for the as far as the therapy. Oh yeah, there's no technology that I think can really take that, you know, that part over because we teach, you know, in ABA we teach skills that very difficult to teach. I mean, for instance, it's very common for children with autism to not be potty trained up until, you know, you know, there's twelve year olds who did not potty net or steal in pull ups. Um, we go in there, we teach them and we teach the parents how to potty train a 12 year old. That is not an easy task. So, you know, things like that, technologies probably, hopefully can't replace (laughs) Right. (laughs) You never know in in 20 years what'll happen, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Radio Islam family, we have been talking with Jamila Rahim. Uh, she wears Mm -hmm. a few different hats, uh, but one of them, she is a co-teacher for the Muslim uh, Islamic Sunday School at MEC, and they also have uh, a school uh, program at MCC. One of the things that she mentioned, which I found truly uh, just amazing, is that for the 20 or so students that they have at MEC, each one of those students has a volunteer. They have a um, a, a volunteer, a co-teacher, or uh, with them, and that is pretty amazing when you consider uh, the the numbers that are present in, in CPS in your mm-hmm. just your regular mm-hmm. classroom. You know, talking about a one to thirty ratio, mm-hmm. or sometimes higher than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, once again, tell folks what they can do, how they can uh, volunteer. Um, what what who do they, who do they need to contact? So you can contact myself. Um, we have another teacher, uh, our lead teacher, Neha. Um, you can also contact her. I know Moosin has a Moosin, sorry, has a website. Um, and on their website, you can find out uh, exactly how to sign your kid up for the Saturday classes. Um, I will pull that up as soon as I can. <laughs> and... Um, give you guys that website. Okay, no problem. Uh, and, and while you're doing that, I also want to remind everyone that we have a upcoming theater conference uh, that'll be this Sunday at uh, Waterford Conference Center in Elmhurst. You can go to Eventbrite to get tickets. It's a free event. It's going to be some great speakers, great information. There's a youth track um, that's going to be going on uh, as well. And uh, yeah, we'd love to see you out. Take advantage of it. You have the. Uh, I the sure do. It's okay, www. <laughs> dot uh, m u h s e n dot org, um, and you know on that website they actually not only have um, how you can volunteer, but they also have other resources on here um, for um, families of children with disabilities. So okay, yeah. all right. And we're going to give plugs for because even if uh, Radio Slime family, even if you don't have a special needs child, um, you may know someone who does. Yeah. So please take this information and share it with them. Uh, you mentioned Cornerstone. That's mm-hmm. also uh, an organization that you work with as a corporate marketer, mm-hmm. right? So you want to share their information? Um, I absolutely do. Um, for more information on that, please go to www cornerstones with an sil.com um there you can find out more information on uh behavior therapy aba potty training picky eating um and how to get signed up for services okay and last but not least how can our listeners uh follow you are you on social media uh, Twitter, anything you like that? You can um, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, Spectrum Toy Store has a page. We post all of our events pretty frequently. We, we post um, all of the resources that we feel are credible and um, worthy of posting. Uh, we post that on our website, so please follow us uh, on Facebook, Spectrum Toy Store. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for coming in and sharing some of this uh, great work that you're doing. And uh, just know that you and all of the uh, uh, the folks over at uh, Muslim, uh, MEC and MCC are in our collective prayer, our collective du'a, 
uh, and hope to see that uh, it expands. It uh, will. I feel good about it. Yeah, because yeah, there's a lot absolutely. of work. So you keep up the good work. And uh, Radio Islam family, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, it's always, our hours go by very quickly. Uh, tonight's episode, along with the, uh, with the rest of our episodes, are always avail- available for you at SoundCloud. So today's will be up tomorrow sometime around noon or so. Uh, we look forward to any feedback if you have. If you'd like to uh, make a comment, like I said, or pose a question that you were not able to present tonight, feel free to inbox us on our Facebook page at Radio Islam USA. Uh, as we close out tonight, we've got to give, oh, you know what? I can't close out just yet. I've got to give a shout out to my friends at Sugar Bliss. Uh, <laughs> Carla, for, uh, for, for looking out for us, um, I mentioned that she's the place, she, they're the place that we go for sugar, sugar comas, and she was not happy with me for saying sugar coma. No, they've got great, <laughs> great food, and she's opening up her own uh, restaurant pretty soon. So good luck to her. Uh, so with that being said, our engineer tonight at WCEV has been Leonard. Thank you very much, Leonard. Uh, our engineer in studio, the impressive one, Ibrahim Beg. I am your host and producer, Tariq Alameen. Our executive producer is Abdul Malik Mujahid. As you already know, our guest in studio, Jamila Rahim. Uh, we look forward to talking to everybody tomorrow. The thoughts and views and words that have been presented by the host and guest are theirs and not to be associated or taken as a position of sound vision. And right now, Radio Islam family, I'm going to leave you as I greeted you. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. <laughs>